Tom Bernard Show with Packmaster Ralph Toy Basher, MD. Andy Brant Bernard. Cassie Schrader. And Catherine Brandt. Who's <laughs> not here yet? Oh, here she comes. She I just is. saw that hair walking by. Oh, there she is. Oh, she got some fake box of work. <laughs> she brought a box of work for Why you. did you bring a box of work in? Oh, so they don't shred. Oh. Okay, well, we'll be right back. The lovely and talented Catherine just got here, so we'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive is a Minnesota family-owned business. It started in the 50s. It's grown by leaps and bounds, especially in the past few years, and they now have 23 dealerships spread across two states. The Walzer way includes upfront, no-haggle pricing on every single new and used vehicle they sell. If you change your mind, no problem. Check out Walzer's three-day return and 30-day exchange policy. I'm a customer, my family are customers, and many of my friends have bought cars from them. The Walzer way is really different, and I know you'll be pleasantly surprised. For great deals on new or used Acura, Audi, Buick, BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota, go to Walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Whistling part in this? Is there a whistling part in this? I don't think so, no. Yeah, I think oh, that's... Oh, you're thinking of, I know what song you're thinking of. Yeah, you do. This it's is Cindy Scorpions Lopper. Or maybe yeah. Oh, that's Cindy Lopper. Yeah, okay. I like her. I do, too. I was supposed to see her with Rod Stewart. Now that's got pushed to October. She's a very, very nice person. She's got a phenomenal voice. She does. She has she a great really voice. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Cindy Lopper. No, you're not. Here I am. There she is. Yeah, there she, she is. She's on a psoriasis commercial, I think, now. She is. Yeah. yeah. She's got the psoriasis. You got the psoriasis. It's unbelievable. Um, I saw that email from Scott. Did he just What email? About Timberlake. Okay, so you don't know the difference between a text yet and an email. Oh, I don't. Because they appear on my phone as the same thing. 
No, they do not. They on my phone they do. They appear as the you, same thing. Similar, but you yeah. are lying. Whatever. They both appear well, they, as notifications. Well, they just show up. Yeah, they just show up. Just like all messages. So what about did you did you order those up or did you? I did uh, not order them up. You must have asked him. About I didn't. Them. Yeah. But he just. Scott I think does you did. That kind of thing. This did is I a really? long time ago oh, when Alex very first ago. found out that JT was coming into town. No, mm-hmm. it's JT now. It is, is it? JT. Okay. I just called him the Fab Four when I hung out with the Beatles, but you know, <laughs> might have been a little too young to hang out with the Beatles. So I love Justin Timberlake. That'd be a fun show to go. He's yeah. so entertaining. And he was, and he was in what group? In sync. Oh my In-Sync. god. Okay, so I've seen him before. Yes, I've seen him. He's been around. I saw him before I took Ashley and one of her friends yeah. to the, oh, to man. the Rose Bowl to oh. see In Sync. And mm-hmm. who opened for In Sync? Pink. Pink and NSYNC. Pink and NSYNC. That must have been back when Alex was, yeah, I think Alex was in junior high when NSYNC was big. Oh, no, she was, no, she was still at St. Andrews because Evie, Eva, Eva went with her to see the first one. And she went to grade school. Oh, that's right. I brought, I brought them. They got, they, they were so not famous yet that I got to bring them to the meet and greet. Uh Yes, exactly. Well, they they were pretty famous by then. Oh, they were getting there, but they weren't as, I mean, they went, Melissa, I mean, they were crazy big. Yeah. Um, that was, she was probably like maybe nine or 10. Oh, okay. She, and she was young. And we went when they were, when Ashley was 14. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. Get, Melissa so, was into them, oh, but later because in. somebody sneaking in the there door. There she is. Have Nothing a but trouble. Seat. Yeah. Another. Um, yeah, I, I went to a bunch of those horrible kid <laughs> concerts. Actually, NSYNC wasn't that bad. They're not horrible, yeah. Because they They're could, good. a couple of them could really sing. They really could. But my favorite part of the NSYNC meet and greet with Alex and Eva. They're back there in seventh grade, I think. Uh, yeah. I think they were in seventh grade, going backstage to see NSYNC and meeting Justin Timberlake and Joey Fatone and all these people. And her friend has the Minnesota, northern Minnesota accent. Oh, big time. He said, uh, does anyone have any questions uh, for NSYNC? And Eva Rose put her hand up, and they said, yes. Uh, your question? She goes, what's your guys' favorite foods? <laughs> <laughs> and Justin Timberlake went, what? All of the boys, because <laughs> they like, were boys at that time, looked at each other like, is she speaking English? <laughs> What did she just say? They had no idea. Oh, I'm telling you, Scott, when I when I first went up to Grand Forks... I had Forks to translate. <laughs> to work up at KNX, I went up to Grand Forks. I could not understand what the hell anybody was saying. Right out of North Minneapolis to Grand Forks, got no idea what the hell you're saying. Yeah, some of those what smaller the towns, they got their own accent. Like the Muppets chef. The range. Oh, I the love range. the The rangers. Yep, mm-hmm. they, have their own, they have their own accent. It's totally. G... Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Katie Harms has joined the fray. <laughs> Hello. It's true. I just thought you. I thought you just called her J.D. Harms. I'm like, oh, is she a country western singer now? She could be. <laughs> Something like that. Oh God, I there's a new country singer. He's coming to town, and I can't remember his name. He sounds exactly like Jerry Lee Lewis. Really? I mean, his songs sound just like Jerry Lee's. They keep recycling Kevin. talent. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Kevin something or. Is it Kevin or maybe Keith? It's Keith. Maybe it's reincarnated. Uh, maybe. Why he's not dead? Jerry Lee. No, oh, he's not well, dead. Then. He's not. He was just here last week. Oh, oopsie. 
Oh, can I go up? Can I go up? Come back in again? I'm on over there. A whole lot of shaking going on. I think I'll marry my 13-year-old cousin. Oh, that's right. Ooh. Which he actually yeah. did. Well, it's true. Oh, him and. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, I forget. Okay, a little pressure on the dock here. Okay. Okay. Famous uh, cosmetic surgeon. It's not gout. <laughs> no, it's not gout, Cassie. Try to claim you good. But I did find out that's a cyst that I have to get cut off my finger. Look at that. <laughs> you can just poke it how with about, a needle. Are you sure it's not a Bible. bunch of spider eggs in there? Who's got something sharp I can poke it right now and see what happens? Yeah, oh, man. I don't mind. That stuff doesn't bother me at all. Dana? Is, is no. it a fatty cyst? No, it's hard. So it's a fatty cyst. No, oh, it's fatty so cysts are not hard. Won't... Yes, they are. Poking no, it isn't. <laughs> yes, they are. Fatty, fatty ones are gushy. Well, soft. That's good. Yeah. Well, cysts. but it's not fluid-filled, right? Is what Correct. I'm saying. So it wouldn't okay. be fatty. So well, what cyst is it is then? Fluid-filled, fluid or fluid or semi-fluid-filled. But you can have a f- lipomas or a fat cyst. No, they're fat. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> I know. I, lipomas I, are literally just fat, oh. just overgrowth of fat. They're um, liposites. My lovely wife arguing with a professional. Well, I just—that's what the doctor surgeon. told me when I had one removed. He said it's a fat cyst. Oh, so what's a ganglion a cyst? That's what he said. What? A ganglion cyst. That's a cyst on uh, ganglia, cyst. which is a nerve bundle. Oh, right. No, ganglion cyst is, an, is a no. Is, no, is a uh, an extension of the synovial uh, fluid or synovial sac around a joint. Yeah, that could be that, but it doesn't feel like it, and, and it wouldn't be. It would be off to the side rather than in the front like that. On the Why top. is it called ganglion then? Uh, just good for question. Let's find out. That's what they are. And they're filled with synovial fluid. And when you aspirate them, the fluid comes out and it's like grease. It's really slippery. Uh, that's, that's really good that we uh, make people have an IQ of at least 200 to listen to this show. That's, re- <laughs> that's really it's great. It's cyst talk on the Tom Bernard <laughs> no. show. Yeah, well, like, oh, it's a misnomer. Can we call Dr. Yeah. Pimple Popper? It's, <laughs> why did I bite it off? Oh, Tom, oh, you're well, so gross. Well, thank you, my dear. <laughs> Oh, with our two children. <laughs> it's from ancient Greek. And ganglion and also means know? swelling beneath the skin. So, yeah. Really? Basically, yeah. All right, a test for the doctor. Here we go. Okay. The secret behind the world's most famous smile apparently escaped as a cardiologist spent one and a half hours in line for a full viewing of the Louvre, at the Louvre. The enigma of the Mona Lisa can be resolved by a simple medical diagnosis of... Bell's palsy. Well, no. what it might this might be Bell's palsy, but I'm not sure. Her smile is not because she's sad, or it's not because of anything else except for hypothyroidism-related illness. Hypothyroidism. Do you believe that? Hashimoto's. Okay. Huh. It could. Yeah, there's, there, there, there are certain facial expressions for many diseases called the facies, and uh, you call it a facies. So, and when you take steroids, you get the facies of steroid or uh, uh, have taking steroids. And, uh, yeah, I, I guess there, there would be something of that. So you get sort of a, oh, where the face gets sort of dr- drawn a little bit and uh, loses some of its, uh, I don't know, what do you say? <laughs> texture my drawn skin. face. Thinking out loud. The texture of the skin. Yeah, <laughs> the texture of the skin changes when you're hypothyroid. Light bulb? So, Catherine, Ralph wants me to get a tune-up. What do you think? A tune-up of what? I got all this hangy skin. Oh, there. my God. What? No, if anybody's getting anything, that's me. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's more my you turn. Now. More you now, apparently. You don't so get to have good. all the plastic surgery. <laughs> what? 
Well, we can get you that for our Christmas. Start it with oh, a Catherine your Christmas plan. present is... Your Christmas present. Catherine is. gets a tune-up. <laughs> for Christmas, I want done? a water softener, so it's equally... A water softener? Why don't you have a water Equally softener? boring. Why don't you have a water softener? Most people don't. They don't? No. Wait no. a second. You're in a condo. Yeah. They must have a... And you could put a water softener in your condo? The closet or whatever for all that crap is actually quite large. But is there, is there a place to put it into the system? Because I wonder they'd let you have it in there. Catherine? I own the place. He has his own mechanical room. Yeah. yeah. He has his own stuff. He should be able to get that but in there. But if you... If you all I have to do is tap, like, put it before the other pipes. It's, you know, it really wouldn't be that difficult to install. Huh. Do you have a front door that goes down to the road? Yes. Or do you, yes. So you're kind of like a townhome, but it's, you're a well, condo. It is a townhouse, so, it, but it's it a condo a association. So you own your <clears throat> yeah, you own your building, right? But I'm in as an association. A there. condo just means you're in a common interest community with an HOA, which is yeah. You can own a house within within a CIC. But your water's not provided by the condo association. You get water from the city, right? Okay, so and it's extremely hard. Really, I thought St. Louis Park had good water. That's what Melissa thought, because she gets the same water as we do. But are you getting Minneapolis water or St. Louis Park water? Well, she thought I was getting Minneapolis water. Is it from a cistern or the river? Mm. Well, they would both be the same. Is it from a watershed district? or? <laughs> Could I take over control of the show again here? We're talking about cysts and water softeners. Cysts and water softeners. What the hell are you people Only doing? Only in Minnesota. Only in Minnesota. It's true. We're cutting out the namesake of the show. See, now here's a big fact that nobody knows. Well, this guy, I don't know. I think he said he did it, but there's no way he actually did this. The top things that will get you kicked out of Disneyland. Oh, like Obama? Obama was 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 smoking as a teenager, and he got kicked out of Disneyland for it. Badge of honor. This guy claims, based on Obama getting kicked out for smoking, that he whipped out his package and and said, it's a small world after all. I have a feeling he did. Well, if he yeah. pretty sure he didn't I don't do know. that. That's low-hanging fruit. Yeah, well, yeah. Literally. Literally. Yeah. He would also probably be in the sex offender list if he did that. Yeah, so. true. Whipping out the schwanz at Disneyland would not yeah. be a good idea. Well, it's not a good idea anywhere, I can yeah. tell you the truth. Probably lots of fathers would be slugging him. I've never seen anybody whip out their, their junk in public. Oh, Me either. You have? Yeah. Most women have, I thought. I have not. Wait a second. Not you that have. I can't Cassie, remember. you have too? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I can't remember. It was, I got in my car. We went in. My, a friend of mine, <laughs> uh, we were out. It was, I don't know, probably midnight or something. We got in our car, and this guy comes walking up, and I'm like, he is totally going to flash us. And she's like, <laughs> no, he's not. I'm like, he's totally going to flash us. Which, and I was like, should I honk my horn? Should I, what, what should I do? And she starts freaking out. She starts screaming, oh and he comes God. right up to the door, or the window. Oh, God. Oh, whips it out. Oh, gross. Gave it a couple of little pops. <laughs> a couple of little pops. Oh, she just did a hand gesture, too, by the way. She did do the hand gesture. Laughing because she is freaking out, like you know we're being murdered or something. I'm like, this guy is showing me this, and she's freaking out. I'm like, this is hilarious. So I think he thought I was laughing at his Schwanzini. That means it was small. He just left. Schwanzini. 
Uh, I would say it was on the smaller side of things. Yes. <laughs> From my vast on the experience scale. of knowing about Trantito. these things. Trantito. Let's mix the uh, language. Really good. Metaphor. Yeah. Um, so, yes. This is why I you wanted to what... take back control of the show? Yeah, it really worked out right. <laughs> yes, well, I'd say cysts, water, and wieners. All right. What is the strongest organism on Earth? Pound for pound, the strongest organism on Earth is what? Does anybody know this? Ant. Tardigrade? The strongest organism on Earth is... I don't know what you're talking about. In what context? Yeah, what kind of strong? It just says... Well, then... uh, They can pull about 100,000 times Mm. their body weight, which would be like a human pulling over 15 million pounds. An amoeba? The strongest. Yeah, it's probably going to be something microscopic. <laughs> the dung beetle. It is microscopic. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're close. Yeah. I think you're. It's the gonorrhea bacteria, the strongest organism on Earth. Gross. Mm. The dung beetle is close to the gonorrhea yeah, is... bacteria. Because right. they're both gross. <laughs> no, the, dung, the dung beetle rolls stuff, it doesn't drag yeah. stuff. Oh. Did you know that the dung beetle is the only <laughs> animal on Earth that's known to navigate via the stars other than humans? Really? Mm-hmm. They watch the stars to find out where to go. Really? How does anybody figure this out? Because you put a roof over them and they get lost. Boy, uh, Melissa, before <laughs> Melissa, you had a rather interesting life going there, didn't you? <laughs> oh, I thought we were going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, exactly. I... This is, now, see, consider <laughs> yourselves luckily to, uh, being lucky today. Why? Because you haven't been hit by an asteroid. Oh, yeah, that's a good that, It's a good day. That's on my day. list of yeah. don't only, do. things to avoid. Only one person in history has ever been hit by an asteroid. A woman named Ann Hodges in Sylacauga, Alabama, was in her house November 1954, just before my third birthday, when a chunk of an asteroid broke through her ceiling and hit her in the thigh. Ow. What? Ow. <clears throat> uh, she, she survived. Say, what the hell? Oh, what the hell did that come through my ceiling? Well, if an asteroid hits the Earth, it's usually a pretty small piece. I would imagine that's probably true. I'm imagining. It had to be flying to be able to go through a roof. Her, ho- through the roof. Through the roof, it said it came through her roof, so it must have had some size. It's probably it. like a bullet, yeah. Or a roof, depending on what part of the world you're Yeah, roof. I like that roof. Rough. We'll be right back. A couple of minutes, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? All that stuff. It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android Store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner check, if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course, when you don't have cash, you can use the app. The payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker? And X-Check, I'm going to get it today. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about X-Check. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. 
Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Back to the future. The power of love. Is that what this is? Mm-hmm. Huey Lewis and the Huey News. Huey Lewis and the News. I kind of like them, actually. Some people didn't like them. I, like them. Oh, I loved them. Yeah, Me too. I've got a problem with that. I like it anytime there's a good musician running around. All right, we'll take a, we're taking a poll on the Tom Bernard Show, starting with Ralph and going around to Cassie. Should 9-11 be a federal holiday? Yes. Yes. Okay. Two. Should 9-11 be a federal holiday? A federal holiday. Yes. What does that exactly mean? No. The entire country. It means the federal employees don't work. But everybody else does. Well, (laughs) Well, and other people, other companies are strongly encouraged to let their employees not work. Yes. Schools are out. Schools are out, yeah. Except for radio just continues because we don't get any holidays off other than I think we should, Christmas but then Day. are you opening up, oh, well, then we should have Pearl Harbor Day off. Well, that, and that we should have yeah. the commencement of World War One and World War Two and the commencement? Or, well, the whatever. Ending. or the ending. Of well, we have the ending. That's Armistice yeah. That's Veterans Day. Yeah, it's Veterans Day, Boom, November done. 11th. But yeah, basically the question kind of... should be like, where's the cutoff? Because yeah, because I understand the Pearl Harbor Day thing. That yeah. Makes, that would make sense. There but... has to be a time cutoff and like a magnitude cut off and no one's going to want to put you, that into writing or do you just wrap it all up into one day oh or what we just wrap it up in tragedy the, day or wrap it up into the communist holiday labor day yeah mm-hmm. communist Close holiday there like, you go that was invented, that. that was invented by communists people don't realize that oh, of course mm-hmm. labor it was day. Uh, educate me because i don't realize the unions <laughs> no it's absolutely uh-huh. right yeah samuel gompers samuel gompers very good ralph He's showing that off that education down there. That liberal arts education. That liberal arts that education. Uh, what do you think, Cassie? Federal holiday or not? No. No? Because there would just be too many of them? No, I just think that it defeats the purpose of remembering what 9-11 was about and that we yeah, man, pick up right. and carry on and we continue our lives. And mm-hmm. Well, a good point you're making is that basically then federal the federal holiday 9-11 is all about me because I get mm-hmm. the time off. Yeah, I think yeah, it should true. be a day of remembrance. That. Yeah, which and, it is. Um, take a moment of silence, <laughs> um, you know, because you know what's going to happen. If they put it as a federal holiday, they're going to commercialize it. Stores are going to have Patriot's Day sales. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's <laughs> very funny. You mentioned that because Jeff Gadbois many years ago was a very, very talented voiceover guy, very funny guy. Jeff Gadbois said, you do realize in about, and this was about 20 years ago. He said, you do realize in about 20 years 
we're going to be freedom riding, freedom riding to savings on Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> freedom riding to savings. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Because that's exactly what happens whenever there's a federal holiday. <laughs> they create a sale around it. Yeah. And even God. a couple years ago, didn't they have some controversial sales of people putting signs up in their store? About yeah, really what tragic events. What was that for? Oh, that wasn't that long ago. Wasn't there one like a Trayvon Martin day? And oh, I didn't they, know. I didn't know Some about store that. tried to do some sa- a sale. Hoodies 50% off? <laughs> yeah, or something like I don't know. It was something stupid like something that. Something like that. Yeah, hoodie. He was wearing a hoodie. So that's um, a- yeah, I, just, <laughs> I think uh, putting it as a federal holiday, holiday defeats the purpose of Patriot's Day. It's yeah, kind I think of you're a, probably right. What's Patriot's Day? That's the day. That's what... Uh, President Bush coined um, remembering 9-11 as Patriot's Day. Day. Rather than Memorial Day. Yeah, it's, you know. Which is Patriot's Day. Proud to be an American Day, I guess. Proud to be an American. I like the concept of having it, you know, be a larger thing than just, oh, you know, let's Mm -hmm. all take a minute. But I just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. My, My philosophy is that every culture needs to have a holiday every 30 days. Uh, yeah, well, that's right, isn't it? And we didn't have a holiday at the beginning of February. I mean, the, the uh, uh, Valentine's Day, that's sort of a... No, it's not really that, a federal really holiday. A good no. holiday. Yeah, no. But we've added a holiday at the beginning of February now. Groundhog's Day? Nope. That's a holiday. Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, true. Yeah, that's true. true. Super yeah, Bowl true. Sunday. Super Bowl well, Sunday. So that should be a federal holiday. Well, didn't they, just like a couple of years ago or last year, they were trying to see if they can get the day after Super Bowl as a federal Which holiday? most people don't go to work that day after the Super Bowl because they're yeah. too hungover, so they just don't go to work. Yeah, so they were trying to do that's something nice. like that where they get a day off after the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, how many Americans are actually that into super uh, that into a football lot. i mean but how, what's lot. the percentage it can't be it can't be over 50 percent it probably on that no. it can't be though, the part you know you go to you're invited to a party you're going to go to a party you're gonna over, yeah over and vibe yeah you can tell who's into football and who's not because people aren't they're in a completely other room but the kids right. have to go to school in the morning and yeah. you know life has to carry on then, yeah. we're, gonna, then we're gonna have to an offici- then we're gonna have to make saint patrick's day official because that's a big drunk holiday yes mm-hmm. yeah it is that's <laughs> um, a religious holiday after. let's see well, so you know, the super bowl I, last year drew 112 million viewers Okay. And the adult population of the U.S. is 252 million, so almost half. But 112 okay. million, is that worldwide or is that just... That's a good question. It says on CBS, so probably not worldwide. I don't think they get CBS outside of the U.S. Yeah, they, Do might. they? You don't know. I don't really know. Sure. You don't so. know. All right, I'm going to run a stat by you guys because I already talked to Ralph about this and I can't believe that people actually talk this way but um there was i think it's called the activists for metro transit there's an actual organization they're oh activists God, about I'm metro transit sick of activism i could vomit I um they say that metro <laughs> transit police uh arrest people of color much more often than white people mm. and they're calling for the end of metro transit police that police shouldn't be allowed on a metro transit train oh. Well, you're going to get killed if there aren't any on there. Ralph are dumb. They really are. You've got no idea what the hell goes on in the real world, do you? Taking the police off a train or even a bus. I think we should have an armed guard cop on every bus. True. Would you be talking about it if they hadn't made this 
wild declarative statement of what they wanted? In no. other words, if they just showed up at a meeting and said, hi, we'd like to do something about this. No, they have to make a big So point. they this have to make a big yeah. declarative yeah. statement yep. to bring people to the table to at least start talking about the right. what they perceive as an inequality. I, I mean, very well could be. Well, but very well could not be either. I mean, the one thing about stating what a person's skin color is is based on the probabilities. They never bring probabilities into the equation. It's always... We're comparing one-sixth of the population, in other words, black people, as compared to the white people, okay? And that's what they base everything on. But it's like, well, there's six times more white people, but an equal number of black people and white people get arrested, so that means many more black people get arrested. No, a higher percentage do, but not more. They, they always fudge the statistics, the facts. Mm -hmm. So if two black people get arrested and two white people get arrested... They think 12 white people should have gotten arrested. Statistically, because Statistically. Just there's generally more. Yeah, you, can't, you can't, do, you can't well, make yeah. decisions based Politicians on Politicians can't do math, that's, I don't that, think. No, based, they can't. <laughs> of course, that's based on the assumption that crime rates among all groups is, are exactly the same. Which they're not. You know, there's a certain number of Japanese uh, in America, too, but I don't know that the crime rate is that great in that group. Yeah, yeah no. probably not. Pretty sure yeah, they commit crime. The crime's not that great. Not well, and it's also, where are, where are the bus, what, what area are these buses serving? If they're going right through North Minneapolis, then the passengers are going to all be black, pretty yeah, much. That's true. Yeah, Maybe that's a small percentage point. will be white. It's who are you picking up. Yeah. You know, How many people are on this bus, and what are those percentages? Yeah, if you're going through North Minneapolis, most of the I mean, riders If there's three black, black guys on a bus that's filled with white people, and they're getting picked on, then you've got a case, right? Mm -hmm. But if yeah. it's a bus full of black people, and somebody's causing trouble, and they get arrested, then you don't have a case for skin color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they right? don't want to do that, though. They don't want to, oh, wait a minute. We, we want to, they just want to bitch and complain and be looked upon. First of all, let me say this to people. The fact that you constantly bring up black people's worries and the, you know the foibles they face in the world means you're racist. You think you have to protect black people. They don't need you to protect them. They can protect themselves. It's an idiotic argument. Oh, I want to look like I support all people of all colors. Well, you're a racist for doing that. Why don't you treat them like a human being like everybody else? Should. Well, like, I don't know if they do, yeah, but they it, should. It's just, I don't know, it's just the way of the world right now. I know, it's so We went out to dinner last night, right? We, we, go, we yeah. went over to a restaurant, and right on the front, um, the hostess cashier kind of area, there's a big sign about how this establishment welcomes everybody, and then it listed all of the people that they welcome. What do you mean? LGBT. Well, of course you do. Yeah, everybody. And I'm, I'm like, so you walk into a restaurant, you're going to go out to dinner, and you instantly have to have mm -hmm. a statement that makes you feel like, well, okay, so it's okay to come here. Well, how many places don't let people in here? Yeah, it, that's it, what it, they want people to think. I, 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 it, it's, it's like, it's, I understand the gesture why do? they yeah. do it. Yes, it's a nice gesture, but, but it it's also, ridiculous. it's like, it, it adds to just everybody's angst if you ask me yeah, I agree that we that. have to constantly be worried about this is oh i shouldn't go to that establishment if they don't have that sign right mm -hmm. do i have to ask them if they're going to accept me if i come in there the conversations with some members of my family about chick-fil-a 
Oh yeah, because mm. it closes on Sunday, and they well, the, the, but the what same Chick Fil A? Right, right, they, right. Does but, he argue against same sex marriage? The guy who owns Chick Fil A. You know what? I don't even know. I, don't I just know I no that idea. they're they're they um, value their religious views or whatnot. I'm yeah. like, I don't care. I just really like Chick Fil A. I like Chick Fil A. I'm going to go really to Chick Fil A. And aren't they entitled to their? And they're opinion. entitled to their. You opinion. don't have to eat so there. Go, you don't have to eat there. Uh, and if you're not but if you. But the, that sandwich. was the conversation was, oh, I'm so tormented because I really love Chick-fil-A, but I really can't stand what they stand for. I'm like, just yeah. go eat the chicken for Chick-fil-A <laughs> yeah, and we've forget compli- about we've it. We've complicated every Far transaction right. in America now. It's I like, will, I want to yeah. get a sandwich. Yeah. I can't get a sandwich well, without a moral dilemma. From yeah. personal experience, I will tell you that it, it's all BS anyway, because probably 17 or 18 years ago now, I was the very first media person in the United States to come out in favor of, of gay marriage. And some people th- still think I'm homophobic. I took a chance stepping out saying you should be able to get married, and now I'm the bad guy. How is that even possible? Because they twist know. and turn all the BS because I treat homosexuals like I treat everybody else. Because they don't like that when you treat... And I'm talking about these white people with the superior attitude. They don't like it when you treat all people the same. Tom, quit... Quit treating everyone like assholes, and we'll yeah. be fine. Uh, you're, uh, yeah, you're probably right. But I enjoy it. That's the problem I have. We have someone on the phone. Someone didn't leave their information. The Hello. Mystery person. Hi, mystery person. Hello, it's Tire Carver. Ah. Tire? It's been a while. Hello. What's the buzz? Yeah. Well, new job. Busy with the ice cream truck. All you, sorts of fun. Wait a minute. You have a new job? What kind of job did you get? Well, I'm still turning wrench. I just decided to come closer to the house. I'm still turning wrench. I love that. He actually is a tire carver. Mm-hmm. A tire carver. Yes, tire carver. Tell her what the tire carver means. Uh, I also play with race cars and uh, on boot track racing. To get better traction, you groove and sipe the rear tires. So my job on the car was to groove the rear tires. So. Somebody gave me the nickname Tire Carver. Tire Carver. I love it. Did you say carve and sipe? Sipe. Yep. Sipe? Sipe, nice like S I P E? S I T E. P as in Peter, T as in Tom. P as in Pewter. P as in Pewter. I like that. P as in Pewter. Sipe. sipe. What is siping? Yeah, I don't know these words. You have a tool that holds um, anywhere from one to, like, five knife blades that you can set at different depths. And you literally put knife cuts into the, into the, t- into the rubber. It's all like Edward Scissor's hands. What? Edward Scissor's yep. hands. It would be Edward Sipe hands. <laughs> so oh do, you have a, do you have a form that you have to follow, or is it do you go by feel? Do you go by, I mean, how do you determine where the knife blades are? Wherever you want to put them. Huh. Oh, really? You just you go out and look at the track and see how the dirt, you know, how much water they're putting in it. It's, it's a, an odd sign to try and figure it out. I suppose huh. that is true. Hey, are you are you licensed to sell ice cream in St. Louis Park? Um, if I'm invited to work it as like a catering event, yes. But to come and just roam, roam the streets, no. Okay. Well, I don't see people roaming the streets anymore in ice cream trucks. What happened? 
Um, the city's decided they wanted more money for licensing. Oh, um, what a shock that is. So the city wants more money. Here's what I love. <laughs> Here's what I love, Tyre. This is this is this is the genius of the American people allowing these moron politicians to set an established law. Uh, Catherine and I bought a house in Florida, okay, and then 2008 happened. The economy collapsed. Catherine and I lost a big chunk of money on that house when we sold it because the houses weren't worth as much as they were when we bought it, right? So I said, well, that's not a big deal because you know. We can just take it as a write-off. And they said, no, you can't. I said, what do you mean I can't? I said, you can't write off a loss you've taken on selling a house. I said, but if I make money selling a house, I have to pay taxes on it. They said, yeah. Oh, so you get paid either way. That's what it is. So yes. the federal government and the state governments get paid either way. If you lose money, you don't get to write it off. In other words, they get to keep the money. But if you make money, you have to pay taxes on it, so they get the money again. Why did we ever allow this to happen? This tax law is idiotic. The whole thing's nuts. Makes no sense. I, there's another. I invested in a business many years ago, lost some money on it. Let's say I lost, uh, well, I have a couple hundred grand. That's I have to say that because it's pretty much what it was. But here's what I like about it. It was actually $225,000. I invested it with a friend of mine. God, I love but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, I found out because it's a total loss that I can write it off to the tune of three thousand dollars a year. So I could write it off over the next what does that come to? The next hundred years, seventy-five years. Yeah. So I could write it off over the next seventy-five. Can you years. give your heirs the right? Wait, <laughs> no. Two hundred twenty-five thousand. Yeah, two hundred twenty-five thousand. Yeah. Three thousand a year. Yeah. yeah. Thirty years. No, it, no, it's 70, 75 years 70, exactly. It's 75 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, once again, my, my mathematics skills I shine. I didn't even try. Math and I are... Honest to God. So so you took a big hit. If you if I had made 225000 they'd get half of it. Mm-hmm. But since I lost 225000 I can write it off, but only at three grand a year. So I'm going to have to live another 75 years are to write it off. Are you saying that the American... Government does not pay their fair They're share. They're filthy. <laughs> Politicians are filthy. The governments are filthy. They will do whatever they can to screw you out of money. It's unbelievable. And do give we me, want to even me, talk about what me. the banks do in all of well, this? Well, that's the other thing. Um, but here's the deal. So, so basically, all these people say, we're not doing enough to help the people that... Yeah, we are doing enough because the government's taking all of our money. Sorry, but it's true. Happily and gleefully as well. Yeah, so, I mean, oops, wait a minute. I was supposed to take a break there. We'll be right back in two minutes, Tom Bernard Show. John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because, you know, they've got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure 
sure they have internet order entry and real-time tracking. You know, I had Priority Courier Experts account rep in here about a month ago. and Who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the Twin Cities' largest, most reliable on-call courier service. What's that number? Because the next package is going with Priority Courier Experts. Already dialing 651-748-4477. Priority Courier Experts, can we help you? Can you ever? Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tony Price from the Gold Star Ride Foundation here. I wanted to share a story from the road. Since you already know about Gold Star families being those left behind when somebody's killed in the military, and you already know those people died for your freedom. So I woke up in a cheap motel somewhere in the mountains, and I shared stories with the manager. As I was leaving, a maid who had been listening, and her name is Shorty, ran out to ask me if she could donate. I said yes, and I tried to donate $30 with a credit card. It didn't work, and we made arrangements to meet at a coffee shop a block away after she went to an ATM. I got coffee and invited the people at the coffee shop to talk on our documentary, which they agreed to do. Then they made me pay for the coffee. It wasn't much, but still, when I turned around, there was the maid, Shorty, who handed me a $20 bill saying she couldn't donate 30 because she only had 20 Made me feel sorry for the young women in the coffee shop who couldn't come up with $4 for my coffee. Thank you, Shorty. Goldstarride.org We are back. Born in the USA, ladies and gentlemen. Doesn't he sing in this song... Go to kill the yellow man. Yeah, this yep. is actually an anti-USA oh, song. God. Oh, you didn't know that? I didn't oh, know that. Oh, this is very anti-American, Are... which is why I hate Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I, but I am terrible at words to songs. I mean, me like too. I'm one of those people that like people go, "What did you think?" I know. Go to kill me the yellow so man. Really? Like, settle down, Bruce. You dope. Oh, Creed, Clearwater Revival. Uh, the uh, song uh, Fortunate Stop, Son. Stop the Rain. Well, Stop the Rain, yeah. Who will stop the rain? Who's yeah. t- no, is that Creedence? No. Yeah, yeah. Cre- yeah Creedence did it. Who will stop the rain? Who will stop the rain? Anti-war song. Yeah, there was a lot of anti-war songs sure. during the Vietnam War. Which is fine, but Bruce, you made your money off of Born to Run, so now you're an expert yeah. in politics. And here's a guy, by the way, when he filed his tax return several years ago, claimed his primary job title was Farmer. Because he got to write off all the land that he owned. <laughs> so that's the kind of guy we want to take uh, take the nod for. Look, I loved Bruce Springsteen before he started doing all this stuff. But now it's like, oh, my God, you're disgusting. And he's Mr. Expert at all of it. It's kind of like Chick-fil-A, though. You can listen to his music. <laughs> She's not. Andy, would you call Chick-fil-A and have him deliver a bunch of sandwiches? But you can listen to his music without... In, I, I jo- Without it. doing yeah. his politics, right? Yeah. To an extent. I mean, honestly... You know, stuff like Glory Days is fine because, you know, that's fine. I love Born to Run. I think it's a great song. It's the best song you ever did. But don't start preaching politics to me. You're a dopey-ass singer and guitar yeah, player. Yeah, but musicians have been doing that forever. Forever, yeah. you're yeah. absolutely right. And that's how they sell records. Yeah. If you agree with me politically, you should buy my record. Well, it's just like on, on Twitter today, Jim Carrey uh, He's talking gone about nuts. talking he about socialism and mind. how everybody needs to go socialist. And it's oh, like, now that he's got his money, well, it's just oh, interesting. Okay. All 
wait a minute, doesn't he have a brand new show that debuted just like three days ago? And all yep. of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's like everybody needs to be a socialist, according to people. It's all it. it's all marketing. But now, yeah, yeah now is. we're paying attention to Jim Carrey, exactly, who's been kind of out of the limelight for quite a while. Yeah. Once again, the reason if poor people are not taken care of, if people of color are not taken care of, it's the government's fault because they have all the money in the world. And how someone could stand there and say, hey, this uh, economic recovery started with me. I'm sorry, you increased the deficit by 50%. How did the economy get any better while you were president? And people just let him get away with making these statements. Donald Trump has cost everybody money, not just poor people or middle class people, the wealthy too. Everybody's paying up so he can cover his own ass, which is what all presidents do. But I just, that whole thing that we, it's your fault that people are starving. No, it's not. It's your fault, actually, because you keep pissing all our money away. Well, people aren't starving, though. Because the number no, people one, are not starving. Because the number country. one problem in America is obesity. Mm, so we can't right. have it both ways. Well, you might be starving on everything yep. but sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and fat. <laughs> but, uh, I, nobody in, uh, that I've ever met, not one American that I've ever met has said, I don't care about homeless people. I don't care about starving people. I don't care about people of color. I don't care about children. No one's ever said that to me, ever, in my life. So where do you get this idea that it's our fault that you're stealing all our money and not giving it to, to the you know, people we want it to be given to, paying your taxes? How about you know? the people that actually need it? Yeah, that'd be good. That would be nice. That'd be a good thing. Mm. Who determines that? Yeah, well, who is Supposedly the, the people, people that ask be. for it are telling the truth. But we should have citizens' committees at every level of government. We absolutely should. We cannot trust these politicians to make the right choice because all they're going to do, they're all billionaires oh, now. honey, have you ever sat on a committee? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing gets done. Actually, I suppose ever. that's true. I have never <laughs> sat on a committee. <laughs> do, you, do you need almost like an ombudsman type of thing in, in local government that is for the people? Like, who is in their thing so. completely wait a minute holding you accountable to yeah i would think so i don't know well like this woman that had to steal three slices of meat at a time over a many many year period Did you hear about her no she worked at a butcher shop and she stole three slices of ham a day and now they're charging her ninety two hundred dollars because she's been doing it for like 20 years or something <laughs> she steals three slices of thinly sliced ham too it's not those thick slices thinly sliced ham sold three a day and did, finally her co-workers they... ratted her out oh so yeah. they, they're saying she owes the, the place ninety two hundred dollars worth of ham slices <laughs> oh my God. i love it i don't know well, at I, least it was ham not bologna no that's true but look here's the whole deal i wish that I could claim to be a liberal or a conservative or a Republican or a Democrat or I wish I could. I'm not in favor of any of these people. You show me one person that actually has helped people, uh, it amazes me. It, uh, the whole thing is just stunning to me. Well, I think we get more done to help people at the local levels than we do at the Absolutely. federal. Absolutely. I don't think we do. No, I think we do as no, far as like charities do. go and... You're not. You're not you. talking politically. You're talking politically, well, right? Both. Or are you talking? I, I, I think both. I think uh, people give grassroots generally. Yeah. But mm -hmm. if if you look at people who generally need help, like my cousin Billy, who has Down syndrome. Yeah. Right. Right. You never see them begging on the street. No. 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 Never. Mm. 
you never see people who have terribly uh, birth deformities, which, which are, they are disabled, they cannot work. You don't see them begging on the street. Nope. That's true. You don't, no, you don't, don't, true. In other countries, you do. Yeah, in other You don't countries. see that. So the people that really need the help are getting the help. I know my, my, my cousin, he's in a, a group uh, living situation, and he has three jobs. Oh. On top of that, because he, you know, he wants to be productive and things like that. So, you know, the people that need it really have it. Now, the people that choose not to have it or choose to do a different life choice, or what we right. call that's a different lifestyle choice. In mm -hmm. other words, they don't have a home or they choose to use a lot of drugs and drink a lot of alcohol, then they're out there. And, and that's simple. Oh, you're homeless? Well, now you're not homeless. We got a tent for you in the Central Valley, California. You're going to go live there. Here's your water. You can, and we're going to get, you're going to teach how to grow your own food. There you go. You're going to be fine. Done. I think we have a huge mental health problem. No, I think that's mm -hmm. probably true because my that mental health is falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> He's hanging on a thread. Right. <laughs> it, is it is hanging on a thread. I realize that. I have no problem with that at all. I've, I've said this. I don't know if it was on this show or not, but I've said this. I truly think there is a... <laughs> I, I, the next thing is they're probably going to unionize the people that are out panhandling on the street because oh, there's true, probably yeah. been shift changes that I've mm -hmm. seen and oh, yeah. you know, with, with the, on corners, so, the, oh, turf sure. wars, so, and all of these things. Health, no, it's not a mental health problem. It is a, it is a, or, there's a certain part of it that's an organized begging coalition. Yes. They show up. Yeah, they do. They go with their corner, and I see it in Paris. We've seen it in Paris. The people are there. They sit on the corner, and they have this dejected look, and they have this act that they're going through. And, mm -hmm. and that's a, so they get up. They, they get up at the end of the day. They take their money. They give the, a little bit of taste to the person who's hauling them around and mm -hmm. organizing this, protects their corner, and they go back, and they go back to their flat. Mm -hmm. See, there you go. Remember that guy got mad at me. The guy was like 28 years old, some white guy, 28 years old. He's out at 394 in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. He's out there mm -hmm. panhandling. And so I, I pull off Louisiana exit, and he's there on the corner. And he's holding it. But he's like a 28-year-old guy, like I said, some white guy, whatever. Uh, I pull up to him, and I looked at his sign, and I rolled my window down because he thought I was going to give him money. Mm -hmm. His sign said, things aren't going too good. And I rolled my window down and said, well. it's well. And drove away. God, did he get mad at me. Oh, did he get mad at me, You man. know, it, it's Woo. interesting. We, we spend some time down in Florida. And we, I walk past lots of homeless people. Yeah. Lots of homeless people. And there's a... There, it, it, it's... They're... Causing some of them are causing big time problems. Yeah, they are. And some of them they don't they don't cause any problems. But as you walk past, you can tell the ones that are mentally ill. Yeah, I mean, there there are a few of them are, are completely mentally ill, and yep. it's it's sad to me that they're just you can't you cannot help them. First of all, unless yeah. they want to go into a facility, you cannot help them. You know what you do. Is you and give them a place to live. They have to live in the place that you give them to live. That's what you do. You but provide. some of them don't want no, it. That's not my problem. I that's, know. So they don't let, no, you, had, yeah. you have a problem. You have a psychiatric issue. You can't live out here. It's not safe for you. It's a public concern. You're not safe here because people will victimize you. You need to be taken care of. We're going to give you a place to live. So your health concerns are. That's what Utah is doing. In all places, Utah, the conservative you know, yeah. capital of the world, they're right. giving, they take people off the street and say, here's your apartment. There you go. There you go. This is where you live now. You don't. You're not on the street. You live here. 
what and what it? happens if they just so they pick them up again oh, here's your apartment remember your apartment this is where you live yeah we we or had go a, to another state we had a guy in bloomington we called him the bloomington bomb but he, <laughs> no that's nice i know well his name i think his name was richard and he used to hang around in my neighborhood all the time. I like know, the alliteration. Yeah, that's what we called him, the Bloomington bum. But he was so nice. He was mentally ill. He would yeah. talk to himself. That's like the guy we met in... Uh, in Manitou in Springs. Manitou Springs, mm-hmm. yeah. And he would go up to the McDonald's. They, every day they would give him coffee and a cheeseburger. Yep. Yep. And he would just walk around Bloomington all day long with his backpack. And he didn't pay no mind to nobody. And he was nice. And he sounded, sorry. He sounded homeless. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I don't know. And he was content on what, what, where he was at. I don't know where he slept. I, I never went to his, um, yeah, what, I don't know what you call him. When we were in, we were in a restaurant. basement. His lean-to, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we were in a restaurant in Manitou. and coffee shop, uh, It was yeah. a coffee shop. And this guy came in, and um, as we were walking in, he grabbed the door and said, oh, let me open it for you. He said, no matter what political problems there are in the world we're still going to be able to do things like this I mean, yeah, open the door very for sweet very nice and i was like you know i was like he's homeless uh, he <laughs> looking for a chip i mean i didn't know no and he, did, he wasn't but he, he just wanted was to be nice but um he came in and he sat down for a little while and he talked to the owner mm-hmm. and um he said that he wanted some some food and did you have anything for me to do here today and he said i really don't have anything for you today i'm sorry uh, he said, oh, okay, that's fine. And he left, and he opened the door for another group of people that were coming in. Mm-hmm. And the the guy, the owner was sitting next to us at a table. And we said, that was, um, Tom was asking, is that guy maybe got a, is he maybe schizophrenic? Well, because of what he said to me. Remember what he said to me? No. He, 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 he talked, well, he was talking, kind of talking to everybody, and then he looked at me, and he said, I don't understand what people's problem is. People oh, have such a problem. Right. They cannot see or hear the things that I see and hear. What's the problem? And it was just so, and so he, yeah, sad. Oh, that's right. And he said he felt blessed because he, he sees blessed, these yeah, things that other people don't them. see. Yep. It's a real blessing. That's what he said. When he said, my na- one of the guys <laughs> I walked through in the, in the alley, he's got over a million dollars of gold in his backyard, but only I know it's there. And he won't listen to me. He won't, he won't dig listen. it up. He won't dig up his backyard. The guy was the sweetest man on earth, wasn't causing anybody any trouble, nope. severely mentally ill. And, and I tried to find him to give him some money, but I couldn't find him. And the him. owner said, um, he said, the, the homeless people that are here, mm-hmm. if they want to come in and they want to unload boxes or break down boxes or take the garbage out or yeah, sweep the floor or something, the time, yeah. I will give them a sandwich or yep. soup or something. He said, I'm never going to give them money right? because you know, that's useless. <laughs> but he does, he'll give them some jobs, some he odd jobs. He was a sweet guy, too. And I was like, and he's from Cuba, remember? No, Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico, sorry. Puerto Ooh. Rican, Ooh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Hey, totally different careful. place. Um, yeah, and, and I was like, Racist. see, that is, that's how you help people more so than just handing money. That guy was a great guy. Out of all the people that come here in, you know, in Minnesota, you see them all over the place begging in the summertime. They're everywhere. Most of them look like they're men between 24 mm-hmm. and maybe 35. Yeah. And I'm like, there's, you're standing right in front of Home Depot that has help wanted signs right there, it, right there. And you completely are capable of going mm-hmm. in and getting well, a job. I noticed that when I got a haircut today, I drove by the Arby's over here by your house, Andy. Mm-hmm. Big signs in the window saying, now hiring. Mm-hmm. These people, look, the mentally ill, that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different deal. 
There are so many jobs to be had. It is unbelievable. If you don't want to work, that's yeah. your business. Bus drivers, they can't even fill the positions. Yeah, exactly. No, 20 bucks an hour. But All yeah. right, we have a caller about this topic, but we also have one minute, so... Can they... We must hurry. Why not? Okay, we'll, we'll do it right now. Hello. Hey, it's Wendy from St. Paul. How you doing? Wendy, a pill. How are you? Ah, uh, good. I can keep it short. Um, I was just going to say, Catherine, I was talk- you guys were talking about shift changes among these people. Well, mm-hmm. my daughter and I actually saw a shift change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And yeah. High fives and all. Yeah, True. we did. And, and it was the one guy handed the sign he was holding to the next guy. Oh, God. So they're so lazy, they couldn't even write up a new <laughs> sign. Um, and then we had, uh, we had gone into the liquor store and sure enough, not five minutes later, the guy that did the shift change, the one that was getting quote unquote off shift, he walked in there and he purchased uh, beer and a bottle of whatever liquor he had that he liked. Mm-hmm. And, and then he walked out. I'm like, you idiots, quit giving these people money. Mm. They're not using it to get no. food. Yeah, give them a sandwich. That'd be good. In Colorado Springs, underneath the bridges, there's there are signs that are saying handouts don't help. Yeah, there, there are signs everywhere. Mm. Yeah. That's true. That the city put up. Well, I've never seen and there that was, before. There was, someone, there was somebody that we saw once that tried to give somebody food, and the person, like, shoved it away from Oh, them yeah, they didn't want them. it. I've seen that. You know too. what? Yeah, they too. they don't want that. They you know they want what they want. I Wendy. I have to tell you this really quickly. Sorry, I know we're up against the break. I put bags together. Went to Costco and bought a bunch of stuff, and then put them in little bags, and for the winter to hand out to people little bags of food. And I'll never forget mm-hmm. it. Dana goes. <laughs> Dana and I are driving one, and I just hand him the bag. He's like, "There's a homeless person." Like. Finally, we saw one. Yeah, there you go. Finally, we got a homeless person. (laughs) All right, we do have to take a break. They're all over the place out there. Wendy, you're the best. Especially for a homeless person. Thank you, No, you. (laughs) Yeah, really. We'll we'll be back. I work too hard to to be homeless, man. That's true. That's true. We'll be back. Have a good one.